The Millionaire Next Door takes seven lessons and talks about all the research into how the author came down to those seven items. It almost sounded like a labor of love. He wanted to share with the world the real secrets from everyday people who did some amazing things financially. I think it drives home the idea that it really isn't rocket science. All of this requires discipline until the habits are internalized. Benjamin Franklin had 13 virtues that he tried very hard to internalize, and one of them was frugality. Being financially well-off feels fantastic, and you don't need the recognition. I know it's an internal thing. That's a little bit zen-like. And when trying to lead a healthier life, I used to hear the saying all the time that nothing tastes as good as fit feels. It's like a state of mind, almost like a smile exploded in your stomach. Okay, that was maybe a reach, but it feels pretty darn good. I'm going to paraphrase a bit. Live below your means. Spend your time wisely. Being rich feels better than looking rich and being broke. Don't create kids who are financial monsters. Build your kids into self-sufficient adults. Take advantage of financial opportunities and choose the right occupation. As we discussed in the podcast, you can't have unrealistic expectations of your investment. Around 20 years ago, I made a huge investment with that expectation and lost it all. I believed someone very close to me. Huge mistake. I put aside all my reason and got brutally crushed. It took a toll emotionally. To this day, I think about it, and it took me 15 years to get back on track. Very painful. I didn't understand the business, the people, and several aspects of what I was getting into. A very expensive lesson. That story is only to tell you to follow the wisdom and lessons we've been studying. FOMO is the fear of missing out. Chasing a grand slam investment is fun, but usually leads to a very bad ending. However, with experience and hard work, you'll do great things. I love this saying as I find it so true. The harder you work, the luckier you get. It's always interesting to me to look at the numbers of being wealthy. In this book, there are many nuggets of wisdom. If you take a minute to process it, then you will find out something. For instance, 70% of millionaires never paid more than $29,200 for a new vehicle, and only 5% ever paid more than $57,000. That doesn't sound like what a millionaire would do when you're looking from the outside in. I would have thought they bought really expensive cars, but it feels better being wealthy than looking wealthy. What if you didn't have to worry about having a full-time job? Bam! That's liberating. What would you do with your time? Would you hang out with your friends more often? How about more time with the family? Would you learn how to paint, travel, or something else? Plus, the book references that millionaires don't always choose to buy new cars. A good portion have older cars. For people who buy a new car and aren't wealthy, generally, they don't spend their time wisely as one of the lessons highlights. It was found out that those who don't make great financial decisions spend 60 hours to buy a new car. A wealthy individual often goes for used and doesn't waste the time looking for the best deal, newest bells and whistles, and driving all over town. Here's something else interesting. When putting together the book, the authors had to do a lot of interviews. When performing those interviews with decamillionaires, meaning those with over $10 million in net assets, they were caught by surprise that the first interviewee who showed up in an older, rundown suit. 
the person was a real estate investor who owned various businesses and didn't value having an expensive new suit. In addition, the interviewers invited these decamillionaires to a penthouse for a fancy gourmet meal with expensive beverages. Not a single one ordered any expensive food, and they didn't drink any of the gourmet wine. They only ate the gourmet crackers. Unbelievable! It's the concept of living below your means that really hit home with the authors after that experience. If you're curious about the right occupation, I can at least tell you what was found in the book. The majority of millionaires are small business owners, self-employed, or sales professionals who get paid on commission. Maybe that's something to think about. Hopefully, I've given you a couple pieces of wisdom you can use. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you again next week for more Money with Mac and G. Bye!